0: Hello and welcome back to the TTOT, Titani Talks Occupational Therapy, the show where we talk a thought of the day from an OT to stay. Here in season 5 we're talking the thought of the day, OT of course also standing for overtime, doing it aside from the day jobs working for the city, also on target hopefully for all those out there that the different topics can help and maximize your life in a functional independent and occupational way from a pediatric OT. Here in season 5, we've talked about different things, different thoughts of the day that are in my head for that day. Today, I want to talk about something that the school reached out to me about. I got an email yesterday about how can we help kids in the school What about the idea of a calm corner, a sensory zone, a sensory space in the classroom, a corner of the classroom? Mind you, I already approached the school with this the first season that I got there, the first semester that I got there three years ago. Do you think they listened to me then? Anyway, I get an email now about it. And I wrote back to them different ideas of what can be done for a calm corner, a calm zone, a, a sensory space, whatever you want to call it, a corner of the classroom for the kids to chill out, chillax. I did approach the the administration when I first came a long time ago. First of all, to have a room which I called the chill zone or the calm zone, but that they didn't have the resources, or the ability. I had a whole word document I wrote about it, a whole idea. And when that didn't work, I also thought about. You know, Giving a calm zone, a sensory corner, a calming space. This is not my own idea. Of course, OTs in general, the whole OT movement in the DOE and in general across the country, across the world are big fans of sensory spaces in the classroom. It's really good for de-escalation. It's good to get kids before they have a full meltdown, before they have to bring, be brought out to a quiet zone or a calming room or whatever you want to call it. I remember being in a very intense school once, I'm not going to say the name of it, in one of the boroughs where they actually had a rubber room with padded walls when kids were out of control that they had to be brought there and put there before they harm themselves or harm others. So before we get to such a state of being for a kid, we need to catch it and nip it in the bud. I once went to a lecture about autism on a PD a professional development they talked about how there's basically a bell curve and once you reach the top of the bell curve it's the point of no return the kid is tantruming you're not going to stop them you got to get them in the rumbling stage which is like before you start climbing the mountain of the bell curve that's the rumbling when you can still get the kid to calm down you can still bring him back to point zero you can still bring him back to a calming point once you get up that hill and definitely the top of the hill it's the point of no return a kid whether autism or anything else who's tantruming and out of control kicking, screaming, throwing we can't come down we've lost we've lost the ability to calm them down so the calm corner the sensory space the calm zone whatever you want to call it in the corner of the classroom would be just that and it doesn't have to be a classroom it could be in your home it could be in your house it could be in your apartment a, a corner of the room that could be cordoned off would be great for kids to be able to... Once we see the rumbling, we see they're getting a little agitated. We see where they're, they're at the yellow light before they get to the red light and they're all out of control. Green light, of course, being everything's cool. We're calm. We're hunky-dory. We're happy. Yellow is the rumbling stage the, on the traffic light. You know, we're not so happy. We're getting agitated. We're we're getting a little worked up. We're getting a little upset. That's when we need to interview and say, okay, Jasmine. Okay, Charlie. Let's go to our calm zone. Let's see what we could do and let's see how we can relax. And then we can nip it in the bud before it gets way too far for us, before we've lost control of the situation and the kid has lost control of himself. The question is, how to set up a sensory zone, a calm zone, a cool down area, a calming corner. Of course, it doesn't have to actually be in the corner of the classroom, I just call it that, or the house But it should be an area, a specific area, and it would be wonderful to have sign-up sheets if there's too many kids, you know, and you know there's certain parts of the day that kids need it, or in general just bring it to the corner. But what would we put in it? How could we set it up? So when I envision such a corner, I literally envision a corner, and I envision using something like shower rods that can be connected and put to the corner. On the shower rods, you literally put like a curtain, whether it be a calming picture of the ocean or the forest or the beach, and it should be cordoned off into its own area. So first of all, the kid is not distracted in the zone. And also so it doesn't distract kids outside the zone. So we want to be that they have a separate area and that they're blocked off, they're cordoned off. Not locked in, blocked off so that they're not bothering others and others don't see them. In this space, it should be set up so that it is... And it doesn't have to be with shower rods. Any way you can make it a nice little corner, you know, make it like 5x5 five five or 10x10, 10 10, depending on how much room you have in the classroom. Or in the if it's going to be like a foot by a foot, it's not going to be beneficial. You can't fit anything in that corner. But it should be a common corner in the classroom. It's really cool things we could put in there. We could put a rocker chair in there or a disco sit, you know, those seat cushions that have the, the little knobs on it to give a sensory Tactile input to the kid. You could you could beat meltdowns in advance. You could do a weighted lap pad, pad that could go on the lap to calm them down. Nice proprioceptive input. You know the the body. Proprioceptive is the feeling the joint position in, in space so they could feel things weighing down on them in a calming way. You could have a, um, a weighted blanket. You could have weighted pillows. You could have a calming bottle or a stress ball, throw pillows or a pop-up tent you could also put in there. And if you don't have the rods, you can make it into a tent, a nice big tent that could be the calm area. I saw cool ones on Amazon. You could get a Wekido beanbag chair. I was always a big fan of beanbag chairs. I actually had one in my room growing up. And we have some in the attic also. We can also have a fidget toy set or a liquid bubble timer or a time timer. And think about how you could partition it off. A divider or a partition or maybe a chin-up bar with a light curtain. You could use weighted balls in there or yoga cards or yoga mat or stuffed animals. Soft things are good. What about dimming the lighting? Dimming the sounds, having soft sounds of the ocean or the jungle in the background, a little boombox or iPod speaker you can put in there, some oils or smells, nice fragrances, calming music, books or mazes or bubbles or puzzles, shelves or containers, a nice shaggy rug, noise-canceling headphones, coloring books, Play-Doh and sand, sand and husband, pillow for kids, all different ideas that can be used in this sensory corner. It's basically to have a space in the classroom or in your house Where you can literally make sure that they have the ability to just relax. They have the ability to chill out, to calm down, to beat the meltdown in advance, to give them the ability to have different items that let them relax, you know, that let them calm down and let them be able to find a way to not have themselves be out of control. We want them to have a calm corner in the class so they can literally go to a part of the classroom that they don't have to go elsewhere. The idea of the cool down room is good, but they'd have to be removed from the classroom. So that's not the best solution. The best solution is within the classroom to figure out how to get them to calm down. So we carton off the space. They go, they could pick up a book or they could pick up, pick up a sensory item. They could have hand fidgets too. Things that can help them de-stress release anything that's making them frustrated or angry or upset if they don't like the assignment to walk away from the assignment different things to let them chill out it should be a soft space a calm space a space to to let off a little steam and to regroup themselves and to come back and hopefully if you catch them in the agitated stage or even in the green stage the good stage but they tell you something is wrong Then it would be good before you get to the red zone, the point of no return where we can't fix anything. And this way, hopefully, the kids will be better. You will be better. It will be more functional for everyone, especially in your classroom or in your house, to make sure that everyone has a nice functional day throughout your days. Join us next time as we talk a thought of the day here on the TTOT. And I'm your host, Tani.